Minnesota will end North Carolina's Drake Mays Heisman hopes this weekend. I'll tell you why and how. Locked on Big Ten starts now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we're brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Going to tell you how the gopher defense is going to shut down the North Carolina Tar Heels this weekend and ruin their Heisman hopes for Drake May. Also, week three around the league, we're going to hit up everybody, plus our pigskin picks. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, Minnesota is at North Carolina. I think this is the most intriguing game on the Big Ten schedule is to go out of conference to take on the Tar Heels there. It's 3.30 ESPN game. And I'm all about P.J. Flex defense with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And I think they're going to give Drake May uh, and the North Carolina Tar Heels fits all day. I mean, Drake May, he's the wonder boy, right? He's uh, He has or has had Heisman hopes, and maybe more of a had. I'll tell you why it's past tense. Everybody says it's going to be the second pick taken in the NFL draft. I say not so fast. First of all, May's off to a little bit of a slow start this year, in case you haven't noticed. Threw two interceptions against the South Carolina Gamecocks in week one. He needed two overtimes to beat App State last week. And if he struggles against this Minnesota defense, and I think he will, The season will be a quarter over, and he will have fallen way too far behind all the other guys that are in the mix. In fact, I'm going to give you a little heads up on what's going on right now. I told you, uh, Drake May, so far, two touchdowns, two interceptions, that's it, throwing 477 yards. Meanwhile, Caleb Williams, 12 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and 878 yards passing. Michael Penix Jr., eight touchdowns, one interception, 859 yards throwing. And let's throw in Shadur Sanders from Colorado. He's thrown six touchdown passes, no picks, and 903 yards. Again, Drake May, just two touchdowns, two interceptions, and 477 yards. He's not even in the ballpark with any of these other guys here out of the gate. He is really starting slow. So let's take a look at the go for defense that he's about to face. And, you know, in two games, Versus Nebraska and Eastern Michigan, they've given up one touchdown and they've intercepted four passes so far already. Uh, Safety Tyler Newbin, he makes tackles. He's a ball hawk. He's all over the place. Picked off Jeff Sims twice in the Nebraska game. And, of course, they also have a guy by the name of Justin Wally who forced a fourth-quarter fumble in the Nebraska game that allowed the Gophers to, to win. And he also had a pass breakup against Eastern Michigan last week. These guys are all over the place. It's not just one guy 
any other every you know every week it's somebody else or it's multiple guys all jumping in on this defense for them uh Devin Williams he had an interception against Eastern Michigan so a lot of guys here uh can jump in here and and help this defense out at any given moment and and that's just what they do uh, that's part of rowing the boat there at Minnesota now they're going to face a Tar Heel offense that is more than just Drake May they got other weapons uh, Omarion Hampton rushed for 234 yards and three touchdowns versus Ab State. Minnesota, I'm sure, have checked him out on, on film and it will be ready for him. And they also have about eight receivers that they could go to. They really spread the ball a lot to a bunch of different guys. They're all capable of jumping in there. They're led by Kobe Paysauer. He's got 15 catches already this year. And if there's a weakness on the Gophers going into this game, it is their offense, okay? It really hasn't found itself yet. They got pieces that are there. Uh, Ethan Kaliak, man, is a quarterback, threw for 196 yards, had an interception against Nebraska. He was only 10 of 15 through the air for 117 yards and an interception against Eastern Michigan. So that really isn't clicking just yet. Also, uh, they do have Darius Taylor, 33 carries, 193 yards versus Eastern Michigan. Maybe they can do more of that against the Tar Heels. And, and Sean Tyler can give you some yards, 93 yards. But two fumbles already uh, just last week. So um, got to hang on to the football there. Daniel Jackson, the wide receiver. Remember him on that opening Thursday night against Nebraska. Had that highlight film that may be the best highlight of the entire season right in the first game where he did that fancy toe tap to get one foot in the end zone to get the touchdown. So Minnesota's got pieces, but they got to put them together. They've got to get more consistent on the offense to match what their defense is doing. And again, they're going to be going against the North Carolina defense that does not take away the ball. That's one thing the Gophers have going for them. The Tar Heels in two games, they have one interception and zero uh, force fumbles. None. They're just not uh, taking the ball away. So uh, that's a lot different than the Gopher defense that, that lives off of the turnover. So the bottom line in this one, as I see it, if Minnesota could take care of the football, and if their defense holds up and they keep Drake May in check, and I think they will, I think the Gophers have a real chance at pulling off an upset on the road. That's right. Circle this one for the upset special that nobody sees coming. I think it is a strong possibility in this game. And if they do that and they have the kind of day I think they're capable of, then Drake May will be too far behind all of his peers to stay in the Heisman race. All right. So that's my argument for Drake May and his Heisman hopes are done. Once he plays the tar, once he plays the Gophers in this game. All right. Now, other things going on around the Big Ten. I want you to keep an eye on. Uh, first of all, we have Friday Night Lights, another Friday game. It is uh, 0-2 Virginia taking on 2-0 Maryland. That's at Maryland, 7 p.m. at FS1. The Terps are wearing the all-black unis as well for this one, and they got off to a slow start against Charlotte last week. I don't know what was going on there. They were down 14 to nothing before they knew it hit them. And they bounced back. They went 38 to 20. So good for them. Roman Hemby is a guy you want to keep an eye on. 20 carries, 162 yards, and a touchdown last week. Also caught four balls for 55 yards. Very versatile, deep running back that can do anything. And uh, they ask him to do a lot. So be on national TV Friday night, get a chance to show off a little bit. Expect more of the same from him. And of course, Talia quarterback. And, uh, Everybody else that they have that uh, we've been talking about all summer long, ready to go on Friday night. 
We are going to run down the rest of the conference. We've got a big week three. It's hard to believe it is week three already of the Big Ten schedule. Again, just one game where it's conference versus conference, and we did a big podcast on that yesterday with Penn State and Illinois. Everybody else playing out of conference. Uh, that comes to an end a little bit next week and uh, more conference versus conference. So that the game should be getting better. Looking forward to all that. But we're going to take a, a hard look at everything going on at uh, week three. And also, do you ever wonder what Jim Harbaugh does in his free time when he's suspended and can't be at the game on a Saturday afternoon? Lockdown Big Ten has found out. And we will share that with you. All of that is coming up. Welcome all your comments on Twitter at TalkBig10. Don't forget, uh, also, you can leave me comments here on YouTube as well. And we have uh, TalkBig10.com is available for you as well. Number 10, TalkBig10.com. So check that out. Uh, so we got all that. Jim Harbaugh's schedule, the rest of the Big Ten, all that right here on Locked On Big Ten. But I want to tell you about LinkedIn Jobs first. You know, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, and you want to be just 100% sure that you have access to the best qualified candidates available and you get the right person. Because if you hire the wrong person, you're no better off than you were before. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. So you post your job. you got the purple hashtag hiring frame. Uh, to add that to your LinkedIn profile, and that helps you spread the word to everybody out there that you're hiring. So put out the notice that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. Uh, it is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. All right, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college and you post your job for free terms and conditions apply all right so let's get into this a little bit again if you missed it yesterday and uh, we did a big old podcast on um penn state at Illinois, taking on the Fighting Illini. That's the big noon kickoff on Fox. I want to make you all aware of that. And, of course, the crowd is going to be all hyped up for that one. They're going to do an orange out. I don't know what Penn State's going to think about it because Penn State has their white out, and that's very impressive, and everybody knows about it. And uh, the stadium's bigger at Beaver Stadium. But, uh, by the way, their white out is next weekend against Iowa. But they're going to do an orange out in Champaign, so that should be cool. Check that out on uh, on Fox at noon. Remember, the last time that these two teams played at uh, at Illinois, it was a record – I'm sorry, it was at uh, Beaver Stadium. A record nine overtimes. And uh, Illinois won that game, by the way. Nine overtimes. So, see how many overtimes they go this week. Maybe none. Maybe they'll get it done in regulation. Okay, so – I want to share with you in Ann Arbor, of course, Bowling Green coming to town as Jim Harbaugh sits out the last of his three game suspension, Michigan going with all blue unis for this one, the blue jerseys, the blue pants. <clears throat> They'll be, um, that'll look good. It's a night game on the big 10 network. Uh, offensive coordinator, Sharon Moore will be the head coach for this game. And the Wolverines are expected to win by 40 points. Although they haven't covered yet. 
They have not covered a spread yet in the first two games, if you keep track of such things. By the way, pigskin picks coming up in just a minute. And um, so I don't know if I told you uh, what uh, what Jim Harbaugh did. Uh, I might have mentioned it in a prior podcast, in case you missed it. So he sat home, he mowed the yard, took his kids out to McDonald's at uh, halftime of watching the Michigan game. Isn't it ironic? He suspended for buying cheeseburgers, and he went out and got a cheeseburger. Uh, then he came home and he mowed the yard again. So that's what Jim Harbaugh does in his, his spare time. Uh, $9 million a year, I'm getting somebody else to mow my yard, but that's the latest with him. Harbaugh is not the only head coach in the state of Michigan, of course, to be suspended this weekend. Michigan State has suspended Mel Tucker until they figure out the sexual harassment accusations against him. Assistant Harlan Barnett will lead the Spartans and also be joined by former head coach, Mark D'Antonio, who's coming out of retirement to do this. And frankly, I've talked to some people. Uh, Michigan State people are kind of excited to see him come back. And he's going to just be kind of a father figure advisory role, I think, on the sidelines. But uh, we'll watch together and find out just how involved he really is. And, of course, they're also going to be hosting a pretty good football team on Saturday, including one with Heisman hopeful Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies. That could be tough. And, um, Michael Penix used to play at IU, so he he knows his way around that stadium. This is, uh, yeah, it's a road game for him, but he's, he's played here before at, uh, East, at East Lansing. Quarterback Noah Kim and running back Nathan Carter lead the Big Ten in passing and rushing, respectively. So there's a bright note on a tough week for Michigan State. That game will be on Peacock at 5 p.m. Louisville is in Indianapolis to take on the Hoosiers at Lucas Oil Stadium, home of the Indianapolis Colts. So this game is not in Bloomington. It's up in Indianapolis. Indiana coach Tom Allen did make an announcement this week that he has settled on Taven Jackson to be the Hoosiers starting quarterback the rest of the way. Kickoff for this one is at noon with the Big Ten Network. And Wisconsin is looking to bounce back from their tough road loss at Washington State this past week. They're hosting Georgia Southern. I'm not sure how much of an air attack we're going to see here. Again, we keep waiting for it. We keep being told it's there, but it's really not. Well, that's okay. I mean, I think uh, I think Wisconsin, they are what they are. They're kind of their own unique hybrid. I spent uh, two podcasts ago, if you want to go back and look at try to break down Wisconsin and define what they are. They're not an air raid. They're not a ground and pound running team. Somewhere in between. But go check out the podcast. It's up there. If you're a Badger fan, you'll enjoy it. So um, I'm expecting to see a lot of running out of Ches Malusi in this game and Braylon Allen as well. That's also a noon Big Ten Network game on Saturday. Northwestern, they've matched their win total from last year already. They got a win last week. They got one win. They pounded on UTEP pretty pretty well. Now they get to take on 21st-ranked Duke. By the way, that sounds weird coming out of my mouth, 21st-ranked Duke. But, yeah, they're good. You all saw the Clemson game on national TV. And uh, this one will air on the ACC network at 3.30. 2-0 Iowa. Yeah, they might not score enough points, but they're 2-0. They're a four-touchdown favorite at home versus Western Michigan. Problem is, they haven't scored 28 points against anybody, so I don't know how they're going to beat anybody by uh, 28 points or four touchdowns, but we'll see. We'll talk about that more in a minute on our pigskin picks. And Obviously, that game is on there, but um, perhaps they can pad offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz's stats a little bit with this one. And in case you didn't hear, the news about Noah Shannon came out this week. He lost his appeal. The NCAA said no. Remember, they suspended him for the year. He's involved in sports gambling. And they said, no, we're sticking to it. 
you're done for the year. We got to take this seriously. But that also sadly means his career is over because that'll use up the rest of his eligibility. This Iowa game against Western Michigan starts at 3.30 on the Big Ten Network on Saturday. Virginia Tech is at Rutgers. Greg Schiano's team is 2-0. Strong chance to be 3-0 here, really. And uh, some, you know, some excitement brewing in, in Piscataway about this football. 3-0 for Rutgers, that's uh, that's pretty good start. Uh, Virginia Tech had that five-hour and 37-minute delay with the weather last week, and uh, they're lost to Purdue. So they come and take on Rutgers at Rutgers. Western Kentucky is at the Ohio State. Ryan Day made it official finally. Although I think the writing was on the wall if you watch or listen to this podcast each and every week. But Kyle McCord will indeed be the starting quarterback moving forward for the rest of the season. Day says that McCord earned a job. He also said that Devin Brown will play some. He's not just going to keep him on the sidelines. And hopefully the Buckeyes don't sleepwalk through this one with an eye on their next opponent, Notre Dame. Okay. Marvin Harrison Jr., he had a huge game last week. That was good to see for Buckeye fans against uh, Youngstown State and a pretty good performance by Emeka Igbuka as well. So maybe things are starting to click a little bit. Northern Illinois, they are at Nebraska. This is a home opener for Matt Rule. You talk about home sweet home, right? I mean, this team is a little road worry with that game against Minnesota and then Coach Prime in Colorado. And they come home 0 and 2, uh, beaten down a little bit. But I am telling you, I am absolutely sure as I'm sitting here right now that that sellout crowd at Memorial Stadium will be just what the doctor ordered. And that crowd will be as enthusiastic as ever. And Nebraska will probably get their first win of the season. So, uh, and then we have one more. Of course, we've got uh, Syracuse. Is that Purdue? That is the NBC game. Uh, 7.30 kickoff out there at Ross Aid Stadium. So uh, be ready for that one. And Syracuse is a little better than people think. Ryan Walters looking for his first home win as the new head coach at Purdue. Got their first win of the season last week. Again, it was part of that five-hour and 37-minute weather delay at Virginia Tech. And they came back out. They win the game. They're one and one. And uh, but they also lost their season opener against Fresno State in a shootout. So going to be curious again to see how that develops defensively with Ryan Walters team. All right. So that's a pretty good look, I think, at week three around the Big Ten. Love to hear from you again at Talk Big Ten on Twitter or any comments here on YouTube. I want to thank all of you who are watching. Thank you. If uh, we're your first listen every day, we always appreciate that. Keep that coming. Also, a reminder that since college football season is here, all the Lockdown College channels are going to carry this. There's a new show started a couple of weeks ago called Lockdown College Football Kickoff Live, and it airs live at 11 a.m. Eastern time to 1 p.m. We all contribute to it. I'll be on it for a couple of minutes. Always enjoy that. But it airs on all the Lockdown channels, including this one, Lockdown Big Ten. Again, that is Friday at 11 o'clock. And... Um, it's also available later on if you need to catch it later, but uh, watching it live is pretty cool. And then the audio version is kind of edited down. And if you, if you're a, a audio only podcast listener, it'll be on there as well on this channel, lockdown big 10. So um, please check that out. And while I got your attention here, please uh, feel free to subscribe for free. Just click it on and you're good to go and you're in the loop and that helps us out. We are rapidly approaching 3,500 subscribers, which I find very exciting. You can share, follow, and like Locked On Big Ten. Coming up next, how we close out the week every week. It's very exciting. 
We're going to get into our pigskin picks right here on Locked On Big Ten. I want to tell you about FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV. How about that? I mean, two deals for, for one. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. And uh, you can use it on anything from point spreads, over-unders, player props, absolutely everything. We're going to go over some of those, as a matter of fact, in just a minute. But now's the time to do it. Uh, so visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer that you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, are you ready? We're going to do some pigskin picks, and I'm very excited about this. We're going to put them on the screen and get you going. First of all, I want to do a uh, quick recap of how we've done so far. Uh, this is These are my picks, by the way. And just a reminder, in case you haven't seen this before, I just do money lines, straight up winners and losers. I don't bet against the spread or whatever. I'd like to keep it simple for us, but... I do provide point spreads and over-unders as a public service to you. The lines are brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, last week, I won 11-3. and three. That puts us at 22-4 and four overall. Those are great numbers, but I'm not going to brag about it because let's face it. I mean, Michigan versus UNLV, we know who is winning that game. Some of these aren't too tough. As the season goes on and interconference play continues, they will get uh, a little bit more difficult. So let's put a few here on the screen. Again, the point spreads are uh, are FanDuel's, FanDuel Sportsbook point spreads. All right. Let's start off here with Virginia at Maryland. Maryland is a 15 and a half point favorite and the over under at 48 and a half. I like Maryland in this one. And I'm looking back at last week, the way they finally started clicking after falling down 14 to nothing against Charlotte. And then they were just rolling, got 38 points later. And I think they win. I think they covered the 15 and a half and I think they hit the over uh, as a, as a game. Okay. Penn state at Illinois, the noon game and Penn state is favored by 14 and a half. The over under at 48 and a half. Again, I think, I think Illinois is still trying to figure some things out. Okay. Uh, especially defensively. And I think Penn state is running on all cylinders into this game. So Penn state wins, Penn state covers the 14 and a half. The half always makes me nervous, but 14 and a half. And I think they fly by the over of 48.5, 48 and a half. All right. Louisville is at Indiana. Actually that's, it's at Indianapolis. It's not in Bloomington, but uh, it's still at Indiana. Uh, Louisville is favored by 10 and a half. The over under, at 50 and a half. I'll tell you what I'm going to do here. You know, I'm an Indiana grad, so this pains me. I think Louisville wins this game, but I do not think they cover the 10 and a half. All right. So give me Indiana on the points, but Louisville wins the game. And I'm going to take the under 50 and a half because I think Indiana's still struggling a little bit to figure out what their offense is, even though they did well against Indiana State, but that was a lesser school. Georgia Southern is at Wisconsin. I'm picking Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a 19 and a half point favorite. You know what? I think they, uh, I think they cover the 19 and a half. 
I think they run up and down this field. I think they'll probably get like uh, 300 yards rushing as a team in this game, and they fly past the over at 64 and a half. Um, as a matter of fact, let me um, – yeah, yeah, 64 and a half. Yeah, they go over that one. We got Minnesota at North Carolina. Spent a lot of time talking about that game. North Carolina, seven and a half point favorite and the over 49, uh, over under at 49 and a half. I told you, circle this one, boys and girls. This is your upset special of the week. I might even make it my lock. I think Minnesota goes in there and wins the game. And uh, however, it's going to be because of their defense. So I'm going to take the under 49 and a half. I don't think it's many points will be on that one. Northwestern is at Duke. You know, I always used to say this is just the uh, the smart people, the SAT Bowl. Two, uh, you know, smart uh, academic schools. And Duke is an 18-and-a-half point favorite, and 48-and-a-half uh, is the over-under. Look, Duke is good. Uh, I think Duke will win. They'll win handily. I think they covered the 18-and-a-half, but barely. And I'm going to take the over at 48-and-a-half. I think there's a lot of points scored in this football game. Western Michigan is at Iowa. Iowa is a 28 and a half point favorite. The over under at 42 and a half. I've told you this earlier in this podcast. I, I've told you in previous podcasts, look, Iowa hasn't scored 28 points total in any of their games. They haven't even gotten close. I don't know how they're going to beat anybody by 28. Even if it is Western Michigan, no disrespect. Iowa will win the game to go to three and zero, but they're not covering the, the four touchdown spread here. They're, they're not. Um, so give me Western Michigan on the points, but Iowa wins and you always take the under in an Iowa game. There's not going to be enough points scored 42 and a half, not even close. Meanwhile, we got Virginia tech at Rutgers Rutgers, a seven point favorite, the over under right at 38. And I'm going to tell you, I think all of this is right on the number. I think Rutgers wins by a, uh, by a touchdown. So you want to take the points or not? It's up to you, but I think that's what it's going to be about a touchdown game, but I'm taking Rutgers to win and just a smidge under the 38, even though that's a pretty, pretty low total there. All right. We got some more, a couple of the rest of the league. Uh, we start out Western Kentucky at the Ohio state, uh, Ohio state will win this game. I do not think they cover the 29. They might win by three touchdowns. They might have 25 points. They'll get close, but you know, a lot of these schools with Michigan's and Ohio state, they haven't covered yet. They haven't scored enough points. The over under at 64 and a half for this one, because I don't think Ohio state hits the number on the spread. I think it uh, under hits 64 and a half. All right. Just my piece of advice. Washington is at Michigan state, Washington, a 16 and a half point favorite and the over under at 55 and a half. Look, this is a hard game to pick because there's going to be a lot of emotion in, involved with Michigan State and what happened with Mel Tucker, Mark D'Antonio on the sidelines. The team is going to be fired up. But Washington is one of the best teams in the country. And Michael Penix Jr. is almost unstoppable. Maybe emotion is great at the beginning, but I think Washington wears them down. I'm picking Washington to win this game. However, I don't think they cover the 16 and a half. Michigan State will keep it closer. And because of that, I'll take the under at 55 and a half. Northern Illinois at Nebraska. This is my this is my second stone cold lock of the week. Okay. Nebraska, after getting beat down for two games in a row, coming home, rejuvenated with the crowd. Nebraska beats Northern Illinois. They cover the 10 and a half. And I even say they go over the 43 and a half. All right. Just across the board, Nebraska, the points, the over is going to be a big day for Husker fans. 
Syracuse is at Purdue. Syracuse a two and a half point favorite here. The over under at fifty eight and a half. I actually I like Purdue in this one. I, I probably a field goal game either way, but I I do like them. And um, yeah, Purdue wins and take the over because these teams can score. Purdue can score. Purdue can put up some points. Fifty eight and a half. Take the over. And finally, Bowling Green is at Michigan. Michigan wins handily. But they don't cover the 40 and a half. They haven't yet. It's like they 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 score, they know they're gonna win, and then they just kind of grind the clock, new clock rules, clock keeps moving. They're not gonna win by 40 and a half and therefore take the under 52 and a half, although they'll get close. All right. So that's it. I hope that was uh I hope that was helpful helpful for you at some point. So there we go. Very, very exciting stuff regarding our pigskin picks for weekend number three. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day. Again, you everydayers. Our next show be uh, after the week three games. Might even go live over the weekend and squeeze in an extra show. We did that last weekend. That was a lot of fun. And we may do that again following some of the action this week. Many ways for you to interact with me on Twitter at TalkBig10. And then also, our, and that's the number 10. And then our website, of course, is TalkBig10.com. Feel free to peruse around that. Again, the number 10, talkbig1010.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast uh, right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Thrilled to have you on board. Keep the subscriptions coming, please. I'm begging you, asking you. Keep them going up. We're going to hit 3,500 probably this weekend. Be a part of it. Uh, and now I want to invite you to check out uh, Lockdown Sports Today, that podcast for the latest on everything else going on in sports. That'll do it for us, man. I can't wait to get to you and talk to you again the next time. I'm Craig Scheman for Lockdown Big Ten.